This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome. I'm Charles Neal, dispatches from Myrtle Beach, and rather be shagging 53 at AOL.com. Send us some messages. Oh, yeah. You're, Dad, you're getting right into it. Yeah, I love it. Promoting your, your email. You've been getting some emails already? Yeah, I've been getting some emails and trying to get through some of them. And I had over 300 and some, so it's hard to get them all. But I'm trying to, you know, look at them and respond to them. Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Well, what's going on in Myrtle Beach, Dad? Oh, it's hot down here now. It's got it's warmed up, and we're ready to go shagging and have a big time and see what we're going to do on the show today. Did you like the song? Yeah, I liked it. I could have got up and danced. You could shag to that? Yeah, probably could. I'd shag to most anything. <laughs> now, you do know that some people have a different definition of the word shag. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, if you're from Europe... Uh, Shagging is not dancing. It is what? Uh, it has to do with some kind of sexual activity. Okay. Is it is it a specific type of sex activity? You may know more about it than I do. Uh, I can't. I don't think so. But I, all I know it's got to do if you you have to be careful if you tell somebody from Europe that you want to go shagging. They they gonna carry you to shag to do something else. And are you open to that? Yeah, no, I'm not open to it. Uh-uh. <laughs> you only have one partner. That's correct. Nancy. That's right. Who is technically my stepmom. So this is a little, this is a strange conversation. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want not to uh, have her living around here anymore. So, uh, yeah. So she don't, she, so she don't kick me to the curb. So I, I'm going to try to. Steer away from shagging in Europe. You're a one-woman shagging machine. Most of the time. Well, hold on now. You, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You, if you're talking about dancing shagging, she lets me dance with other women. Oh. And are you letting her dance with other men? She can if she wants to, but sometimes her breath don't hold out to where she can last more than one song, and I can last three or four in a row, so... Oh, you you know, gotta, I just try to... You got a line to dance partners up. 
Uh, that's not hard for a man down here. The women's usually lined up. If you can shag, they lined up to dance with you. Because there's a lot more women than there is men that want to dance. Because all the men die off? Yeah, women last longer than men most of the time down here anyway in this world. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me what else has been going on. Give me another dispatch. Well, last Monday... When we were coming back from Germany and we were going through customs in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Took a vacation to Germany. Okay. Yeah. And I had my little beanie hat on and it says, well, take your hat off. You got to take your hat off where they can recognize it when you look at your passport and all that stuff. Yeah. So Nancy went first and I didn't go with her. So I waited and went. And when I walked up to the guy that was a custom agent, I walked up to him. He said... You don't have to take your hat off of me. I said, why is that? He said, I saw you walking down the, coming in a while ago, and I knew who you were when you was coming down the road down there. He said, you Lynx dad. <laughs> and so there was people all lined up, you know, where he was just supposed to ask us if we were declaring anything. Uh-huh. Well, he sat there and talked to me for about five minutes and just went on. He said, I listened to your dad, dad and and uh, Rhett, every day before I come to work. I'm not your dad. I'm your son, though. I mean, my son, your yeah. son. Yeah. You're the dad. Yeah. He said he listens every day? He, he, he said, I listen every day to <laughs> Rhett and Link. I thought that was pretty amazing that you try to get through customs, and you can't even get through customs, and somebody recognizes me because of you. I, I guess that puts you at ease when you didn't have to be searched. I don't know what you're trying to bring back from Germany. Oh, I want to know. That I, I, I was just glad to be back in the country. He did ask me if I had anything to declare. To declare, And I said, no, I didn't bring anything back. And he said, you good to go anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> you could have brought back anything, Dad. More than them brownies. <laughs> oh, okay. We, it sounds like we need a vacation update. We'll get to that. Yeah. Did anybody else in the airport recognize you? I had some people that kind of looked at me like they knew who I was when uh, we were in the Heineken Brewery over there, but they they didn't know who you were because so, I asked them. Oh. <laughs> so somebody was looking at you drinking Heineken. Yeah. And what did you say? Well, I said, do you recognize me for any, from anywhere or from something? And the guys, you know, and that's what, hey, I do that all the time. And some people say no, and then some people say yes. And then okay, that's just, hey, I'm proud of you. So I, you don't, if, they don't, if they don't know who I am, it's all right. I just keep right on getting up and getting with it. Thank you for being proud of me. That, that means a lot. It feels good to hear that. What's your success rate? Probably at least 50-50. Because most of the time when, when that was over there, most of the time when you're in the United States and somebody's looking at me pretty strange, like, like I know who you are, but I really don't know who you are. And yeah. if I asked them, it's probably closer to 80% that oh. know who you are and who I am. So, But in that 20%, when they say, no, I don't know who you are, you just walk away? No, I hey, I said... Well, I'm sorry I bothered you, but my my son and uh, his friend have a show on YouTube called Good Mythical Morning, and I explain it to them, and most people pull the phone out and look it up, or I'll show it. Oh, good. We'll get a view. Yeah, and I show, or I show it to them on my phone, and 
sometimes it, those 20% or so may not believe me or something. So, but when I pull you up and then they look at you and they look at me standing there and they said, you telling the truth, aren't you? I said, oh yeah, I'm telling the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> so, Cause we look alike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got through customs without being searched. And they normally do a cavity search. I don't know if you've ever had one of those, but. No, I ain't never had no cavity search in the airport. There was a, a time when you worked in a at the prison guard, right? That's correct. And did you ever have to give a cavity search? I mean, what's, what does that take? Prisoners had visitors on Sunday. Yeah. You had, when they came back from visiting, you had to strip them down naked and carry them down, and they had to bend over and pull their cheeks open and everything where you could look to make sure somebody hadn't given them something, and they'd been able to stick something up in there. Mm-hmm. Did you? I hadn't put my hands, but we had to look and check and see. Well, so, I'm glad I asked about this. <laughs> we're we're kind of sending the message that dispatches from Myrtle Beach can go anywhere, including right up your rectum. I'm telling you, and we went right up one then. I mean, <laughs> and now we're back out. Yeah, well, that's good. We need to be hosed down a little bit, but we're going to be all right. Oh yeah. What do you want to do now? I don't know. Let's talk about some of the uh, emails and stuff some of the people sent me. All right, go for it. It's time for our first edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. Well, I got an email from Chelsea Garnett. It asked me, it says, does a tree poop? Okay, this is a joke. Yeah. Because uh, I tweeted out a while back. I was like, it would be, be fun to give my dad's email address out. People didn't believe it was your email address. And <laughs> I told them to give you jokes. Yep. That's why you got 300 emails uh, in like a 24-hour period. This is a joke. Yeah. Okay. This is. I didn't. This you didn't set that up. I'm just. I'm just setting it up so people know. Oh. It's, no. Uh, so go for it. So it says, "Does a tree poop?" Does a tree poop? That's right. And you look and it says, "Of course it does." How else would you get a number two pencil? <laughs> okay. All right, I did laugh a little bit at that. A number two pencil. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed a little I laughed a little bit at it when I read it the first time too, but it was just a little bit, but you know, yeah. I, I smiled. I'm smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got another one? Give me a <laughs> give me another one. It says, "How do you get a good price on a sled?" Okay. Uh I don't know. How do you get a good price on a sled? You have a Toboggan with a salesman. You what? You have, you have to to he has to toboggan like toboggan, but toboggan. Yes, with a okay. You have toboggan with the salesman. You have toboggan yeah. with the salesman. That's it. Toboggan with the salesman. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, I mean, where we're from, a toboggan means something different, right? We call we call it a, a winter hat like a beanie. We called that a toboggan. toboggan. Emphasis on the toe, right? Yep, that's right. And when you speak Southern, sometimes your toboggan and tubboggan is two different things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I guess because like when you get on the sled, if it's like icy enough, cold enough to sled, you need to put a toboggan on to toboggan. That's my guess is where it came from. You got another one? 
Actually, who who sent you that last one? You didn't tell us. Cameron Art. Okay, Cameron, that sucked. <laughs> who else you got? This one here kind of got me off, uh, caught me off guard a little bit. I had to read it twice, but then I then I caught on to it. But it says, two deer walk out of a gay bar out of breath." <laughs> okay, two deer walk out of a gay bar out of breath. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little nervous. Well, you told me we could talk about anything on yeah, this yeah, show. Yeah, we can. <laughs> and it says, one says to the other, I can't believe I only had one drink and blew 50 bucks in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that one was, I thought so. I can't believe I only had one drink and I blew 50 bucks in there. <laughs> I get, I don't know. It's like, uh, am I, is there a reason not to laugh at that? I don't think so. It's funny. Cooper Nettaker sent that in. Okay, yes. We'll blame it on Cooper. He sent it in. I'm going to blame it on him. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't write it. <laughs> you weren't at that bar. Nope. Oh. I mean, I would, I'd go into a gay deer bar. I'd be, I'm very curious about that. That's interesting to me. A gay deer bar is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never I've never been in one. What else you got? Yeah, I got one from Seth Higley, and he says, I'm looking to inquire some information about the best way to shag. Oh, we're back on that. And how does one do the shag, and how do you approach someone for shagging? So okay. I don't know if he thought shagging was... Like in your, or if it's even a dance, you know. I mean, I would love both is. answers. Let's start with the European answer. Well, the European answer was if uh, we're going to hook up and get together and see how much emotional shagging we can get into and how much fun we can have. Okay. So it's emotional shagging before physical shagging. You got to have yep. a connection. Yep. I would think so. Okay. European kind of shagging. What about Myrtle Beach shagging? Well, you just gotta, you'll have to come take some dance lessons and uh, learn how to, it's not but six steps to it. And if you learn how to do those, then you learn a whole lot more to uh, to be able to dance and do it. It's pretty pretty easy to learn how to do. If you got, you got to have a little bit of rhythm most of the time, but. it's From what I've observed, it's mostly in the feet. It's like a shuffle. You supposed to dance with just your feet and be able to turn around in a circle, uh, just where two people are standing, and you don't spread out that far. And uh, probably three foot in a three foot circle, you dance around in. But there's not a lot of there's not any thrusting of the pelvis involved. You know, it's one might be disappointed. Well, there's some people that do it that. Add that in a little bit and everything, but if you're dancing in a competition, you, you don't you're not able to do that if you want to win. If okay. you don't want to win, you can do whatever you want to. Well, yeah. there's many ways to win. It depends on what you're what you're striving for. But it's good exercise, especially for old people like me and Nancy and a lot of other people. People do it and stay pretty healthy doing it. Now don't be caught you've already thrown Nancy under the bus talking about her getting winded after one song. Now you're calling her old. You think she's going to listen to this? You need to be thinking about that. Well, hey, me and her both know we're old. <laughs> okay, all right. That's she's, fine. If you're she, she's, she, she tells me all the time that she's old, so 
I don't think she'll be offended if I said something like that we're old. I'm just looking out for you. Like you're you're new to hosting a podcast. You know, I I've been doing this for a while. And you know, it's sometimes you're thinking about an audience of one. You know, you're having you're talking about a story, and there's there's one person that might. Well, I don't know if I want one person to hear this. Of course, I don't want to be the one to make you get shy on here. But yeah, to keep throwing Nancy under the bus, I guess I think it's great. Hey, you say you didn't want any other sexual partners, so there you go. Oh, I'm telling. I think that's a win. Yep, she's gonna be happy about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. She'll be happy about it, and she'll be glad that I said that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so now you you can also get brownie points as a podcast host, you know, if you say the right thing, you know. Well, I did that pretty well. She's still up in Sanford today, and I slipped her a card in her makeup bag that I found somewhere, and... uh, I made a bunch of brownie points when she found it this morning, opening up her makeup bag. So I'm probably doing pretty good today with some brownie points. So what was there a drawing in there or was it just? No, it was just a nice pretty card that I found that I liked and it reminded me of everything she does for me and a lot of other people too. So I bought it. I, she didn't even know I'd bought it. And Has she call, called you yet? Did she get it? Yeah, she got it this morning, and she texted me about five different texts about it, and then she ca- I called her and talked to her a little bit. Oh, and- she texts you five times. Oh, man, you're definitely going to get laid when she gets home. <laughs> Mission accomplished, right? That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the only one, but, I mean, that's part of the package. Yep, that's right. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That See, that's classy. That's class. That's a lot better than like a dick pic. I don't get. I just don't get it. You familiar? No. What? Am I gonna have to educate you on all this stuff? I'm usually one who gets educated on the internet. A dick pic. I I don't know. I, I, well, you can kind you of infer. I mean, you know what a dick is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a pick is. Yeah. Yeah. So think about that. It's like a text. Okay. People do this. Not to me. I've never gotten one either. I've never <laughs> I've never given one. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. But now that you know that exists, do you get it? I mean, can you be like devil's advocate? Just like, well, listen, man, under some circumstances. No, I I don't get it. I I wouldn't never I don't think I'd ever send one to anybody and I I'm going to have to do some more research about what a dick pic is. It's just a it's just a pic of your wiener that you text somebody. You don't need to do any more research. I mean, oh, a picture. Like, yeah, it's a pic, a picture. No, I'm not going to do that cuz I would be in trouble then with Nancy. Well, no, cuz you'd be sending it to her. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to do that cuz you anybody can get a hold of stuff on the internet or You're right about um, that, man. But I'm not going to send one, so we ain't got to worry about it on my end no more. I just don't get it. I mean, there's not a good angle. You know, if you if somebody sends one of those, it's kind of like Mr. Hal Bradley told me when we were in high school and girls were looking through the little peephole where the guys took a shower. Really? And he caught them. And he, he caught them and he says, what are y'all doing? And they said, well, we're just looking. He said, 
you know if you've seen one, you've seen them all, so just quit looking. That's what he told them. <laughs> Did they believe that? Because that's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. That was just his way to tell them that it didn't need to be looking through the, through the peephole anymore to get in trouble. <laughs> oh, and so were you on the other side of this peephole? Probably sometime or another. And how did that make you feel? Didn't hey, I didn't bother me a bit in the world back then. <laughs> Man, if you'd had a cell phone back when you were in high school, just think about all the trouble. We wouldn't be having this podcast. If you had, <laughs> no, we probably if all the if all the stuff you've told me you've done back then. I mean, I guess it'll come out on this show if there's enough dispatches. But yeah, so all the emails aren't jokes. That one wasn't a joke. You got one more joke to close down the segment? Yeah, I got one more. Okay. What does the man infatuated with soil have? What does the man infatuated with soil have? Yeah. I don't know, Dad. What? A dirty fetish. Man, this is this this podcast is raunchy. Like <laughs> I wouldn't have gone so hard with like the cavity searching and the Every everything we've talked about has been super sexual. Is this is this the podcast we're going to be doing? We it's we're both bringing it. We'll just have to see next week what kind of emails I get and what happens. I don't know. All right, you know. remind them your email address. Rather be shagging fifty three at aol dot com. Mm-hmm. And it can be confusing, so I'm just going to spell it out. It's rather be just the letter B shagging without the G. 53 at AOL.com. Rather letter B, shagging no G, 53 at AOL.com. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. This is Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Rather be shagging 53 AOL.com. And we'd like you to hear about Fat Harold's Beach Club, a club that's been going on for since 1962. And if you want to learn how to shag, and have a good time and drink a cold beer or get a good drink of liquor, all you need to do is just come on down here to Fat Harold's. And if you come and I'm down there, I'll help teach you how to dance or find somebody that will help you teach you how to do it. So just come on down to Harold's and have a big time. we got some of the, one of the best bologna sandwiches you'll ever eat. they got a wonderful grill, everything. So come on down to Harold's and have a big time with us. Harold's Beach Club is at 212 Main Street, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 29582. So visit us at com, and I don't know how you're going to uh, be shagging on line on .com, but just come on down and we'll help you learn how to shag. That was a great ad, Dad. That was amazing. Too bad you didn't get paid for it. <laughs> Let's, uh, I mean, you've been, you've alluded to it. You went on vacation. We haven't talked about it. You tell me where you went. What was your itinerary? And I want to. I w- we got to hear at least one story from your vacation. Now it's time for our first edition of Shagging Around the World. Well, we went to Amsterdam to start with, and flew in there. And uh, I ain't never seen so many bicycles in all my life. They, there's more bicycles there than there are people. I got pictures to prove it. Stacked on top of one another. Yeah, we rode bicycles in Amsterdam as a family. You know, we took the kids over there. And um, yeah, we almost got hit by a train. It was crazy. 
because we didn't know how to we didn't know how to navigate the streets, but we were riding bikes. Do you ride a bike? No, you told me not to ride one. You didn't want me to get run over. Okay, <laughs> so that, well, that must have been Christy. Maybe I did tell you that. Oh yeah, Christy told me. Yeah, yeah, she was traumatized. Well, I asked them. Uh, I asked somebody at the motel we were staying with, and I said, "Well, can I go over and get one of them bicycles stacked up?" And he said, "No, you can't mess with none of them bicycles. They're supposed to be somebody's, but we don't know who they are." I said. So what's the difference in going over and getting a bicycle and riding? I put it back, and she said, don't do that. You can get locked up for that. So I didn't want to get locked up in Amsterdam, so I left the damn bicycles alone. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're exercising judgment early. I'm very yeah. proud of you. Get, get, what, what else do you see? There's lots to see in Amsterdam. It's a beautiful city. Well, it was really pretty. We went to the Van Gogh Museum, and we went to the Heineken Brewery, and... Did all that, but then Nancy wanted to go to the red light district and just see <laughs> what was going on down there. Oh, yeah. So we kind of got our paths crossed with the other people. So about 9 30 that night, I was I already had my shoes off, and she said, I really do want to go down there. So we went down there. Barefoot? No, I put my shoes back on. Okay. And a lady told us how to get there and everything, and so you asked some lady, how do I get to the red light district? Uh, we found it and was walking down through there. And then you see a sign that says, no pictures. Because we'd already walked by some of these window, windows with these women stand up with almost nothing on. Really? And waving you in like this. Come on in. Come on in. And uh, So they're in like a big bay window? Yeah. Well... It's probably three foot wide and six or seven foot tall. Uh, like an aquarium? And then there's a door beside of it. So if you want to go in, you go in the door, and then if you go in and do what you want to with them, they just pull the curtain back, and you can't see in there anymore and take care of business. So you walked by, by some of them, and there was like a curtain pulled shut? Oh, yeah. And you see like people going in and coming out? Now, I I've been here too, but I did it. When we went to Amsterdam, like I said, we were with the kids. It was the middle of the day, and we were just walking around Amsterdam. And then all of a sudden, I look, and there's like a woman in it behind a behind a big wind, bay window type thing. And then there's another woman. And then we're like, oh, damn. I looked at Kristen, and she was like, let's turn around and take these kids back that way. We were, Here we were strolling down the red light district with like all of our grade yeah. school kids. Well... We, we didn't have no kids with us, so we walked all the way to the end of the street, and we looked in every window they had that you could see in. How many windows are we talking about? I'm going to say about a dozen, because it would skip a little bit, and then it'd be like three or four more windows, and then it'd be like a little spot in between that had like a little restaurant in it, and then you'd walk on down, and there'd be another red light there, and there'd be about four more windows there. Oh, wow. There's like restaurants in the middle of it? Yeah, right in the middle of it. So which one did you two choose? We, we, I, I said, Nancy, you going in here with me? And she says, you better get on down the end of the street down here. <laughs> <laughs> did you? They were trying to wave both of y'all in, though. I mean. Oh, yeah. They was going to let us both in. Yeah. There's room enough for two, for three total. Yeah. You could see the bed back in there, and then when they closed the Curtain, it looked like it either had a door or another curtain where you couldn't see what was going on in there. I mean, were there people like 
scooting in and slinking out? Well, we saw one man after we walked down the end of the street. We saw one man come back out. You didn't shake his hand, did you? No. Okay, good. Could you hear anything? You, did you put your ear to the glass? Oh, no, you can't. No. And they tell you. You got to have class. There's a sign up that says, you know, you can't take no pictures. Yeah. And not to beat and not to knock on and beat on the on the glass yeah, or anything. Or you, know you can get or they'll lock you up. Yeah, yeah. There's gotta be there's gotta be order. I mean, there's any anything goes in Amsterdam. I mean, the one picture you sent me from Amsterdam was a a storefront and I was like, What is okay, dad must be there. I was wondering if you got there, because you know, we talked before you left. I was like, well, I thought he'd been there by now. And then all of a sudden I get this one picture and it's like a storefront of a, it's like condoms hanging from a, a clothesline in the window of this store. And from what I could tell, that's all the store was. That's all the store was. And hey, listen, if you blow that picture up and look at it, all them condoms, they had stuff hanging from the bottom of them where we'd, Tickle things on them and all kind of stuff. It was the beatingest thing I ever seen. <laughs> That'd be a great slogan to put on a condom. The beatingest thing I ever seen. Yeah, I mean there was <laughs> there was there were animals on the end of them. I was like, how does this even oh, work? Yeah. There's like an elephant on the end of one of them. <laughs> I, there was a race car. Yeah, but they won't open, so I couldn't go in and buy, I couldn't go in and buy one. So just to bring it back, just to see what they were like, but. But they won't open, and I'd have probably went in and bought one just for the, just to see how these things work. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I, w- I mean, I'm again, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 pretty open there in Amsterdam. It's like they're very oh, orderly yeah. about it, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of shame, which that seems nice. Like I don't know about the prostitution industry, and I'm not going to get into all that, you know, leveling any type of judgment at all, but. Just the dismantling of shame, I think, is something that is refreshing. Yeah. You know, hey, this is the place where you go get your rocks off. Here's the place where you get the elephant condom. You would think somewhere like where you walk down that street, it might be kind of dirty or, you know, and stuff thrown out on the ground and different stuff. But listen, that's the clean, all these places we went to, that's the cleanest place I've ever been in the world. There ain't, ain't anything threw on the ground. Yeah. And... The government looks after those women. They carry them and have them checked to make sure they don't have a venereal disease about once a month. And How do you what know the that? Signs. Oh, it's it on the sign? A, it was on the sign, yeah, down at the end of the street. So, you know, they they look after those women that that's what they choose to do their work with, so they, they take care of them. Any other highlights from Amsterdam? Well, I got to see a... You were talking about them bicycles. We got to see a man get run over with one of them bicycles. <laughs> oh, really? Somebody did get hit? I mean, knocked him about 10 foot. Then the boy, the man on the bicycle didn't even slow down. He just kept right on, kept right on getting up, boy. Hold on. I mean, and that, the, the, and it, a bicycle hit a pedestrian or a? Yes. Oh. Pedestrian. Oh, no. Yeah. And then kept riding? Yeah. Hey. Bicycles over there with cars, people, everything—they got the right of way. Well, yeah, but if you if you bowl somebody over, you should. Did anybody go to this person's aid? He sat down on the ground over there and 
In a few minutes, he he got on up and you just walked on off. You, you didn't you didn't see if he was okay. You just kind of watched. We just kind of watched. I I didn't want to. Hey, you were sightseeing and you saw a sight. Yeah, I saw a sight. Yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned bringing a a brownie back to customs. So I didn't I didn't bring no brownie back to customs. You know, if I got a brownie, it got eaten before I went through left Amsterdam. Oh, okay. If. Yeah, if I got one. That's all you're going to say about that? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Man, you, uh, there's a saying that you taught me called grinning like, do you remember the saying? Because that's what you're doing right now. <laughs> yes. What is it? So that must, that must mean I got one of them brownies. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you remember the saying, grinning like yeah. what? Like a shit-eating dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was grinning like a possum-eating shit. That's how I that remember too. it. Well, maybe, okay. That's two or three of them. You <laughs> well, know. you're grinning like a shit-eating dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If, the, if you keep doing as good a job as this, I'm going to take you to Hawaii. Now, I don't, they don't have any red light districts, but we're going to go to Hawaii. All right. You got to keep, you got to keep up. You, this, the quality. You got to maintain this well, quality. Well, I think if I tell Nancy that, she's going to make sure I keep the quality up then. Yeah, I'll tell you that. We're going to go to Hawaii. We're going to have a good time. And we got we to gotta leave them wanting more. This is only episode one. We can't let all the cats out of the bag. How, you, how do you want to end the episodes? You know, it's like some closing thoughts. Maybe t- tell the listener something, you know, to make them feel like the episodes come to a close. Make them feel like, they're a part of something that's just starting. This could be an amazing weekly part of their lives every Thursday. Said well, I want everybody that's listening today to our first episode for dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Rather be shagging 53 AOL. That all y'all gotta do is just send me some more emails. Just see what we can talk about. See if we can't have a good time. And if you want to come and go shagging, we'll go shagging and we'll swing all the way around this town down here. So you keep inviting people to visit you. And I just, that might be a little too much. Yeah, okay. Maybe we just keep it up in the, in the world of the internet. When, where can they listen? They can listen to uh, ratherbeshagging53aol.com. That's your email address. They don't listen. Oh. Yeah, I know you want oh, people to okay. email. Every time you no. <laughs> every time you say the name of the podcast, you follow it up with your email address as if that dispatches from Myrtle Beach okay. rather be shagging fifty three at AOL dot com is the name of the podcast. Okay. I'm I'm still learning, but <laughs> all right. I think I got this, all right. <laughs> hey man, I d I don't want you to learn anything. This is great. I mean, except maybe what a dick pic is. Yeah. You did learn something. <laughs> yeah, this is Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach, and we hope you listen each and every week. And next Thursday, tune in, and we'll see what else we can get into. And it may not be so X-rated next week. Just have a just listen in at Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. But it might be. It might be. And and what was your catchphrase that you came up with? You something about uh, spin the world. Let's just see if we can't spin your world again next week. <laughs>